Hello, hello, everybody. This is Mighty Vicious, and you are back again on a Friday that hopefully will not be cursed for episode 62 of the Made in Dreams podcast. Uh, let me start out with what you just watched. One was Phoenix by Lady Snipeshot, Lady Snipeshot Ghost Fruit, and ID User Profile, and fantastic. It blows me away every time I watch it. The second one was done uh, by Marcos Del Rio of Spicy Waffles. If you haven't seen any of his work in Dreams, as well as Willow the Bob for animation and uh, character design by uh, Hazed Gamer 420. And uh, yeah, it's amazing. Amazing uh, work. Yeah, Spicy Waffles did really good work directing and setting that uh, setting that short up. And uh, yeah, if you haven't seen it in Dreams, go and thumbs it up, uh, both uh, things that we just showed. And let's go ahead and get going. As I said, I'm Mighty Vicious here, as always, with my co-host, Jamie James, the stone the builders yeah. refused. And we are joined today by, you know what? <laughs> I noticed that you used to have TG Lightworks, but then it just became Lightworks. And, and and I'm wondering what was up with that first before I keep going. I mean, my name's Toby, but I mean, Lightworks will do. That's that's you can just go by either of those names. I don't know why I got rid of that. I think maybe I was just kind of, I guess it's part of the story with the whole dreams thing. Like it, the Twitter account just really started as like a place to to consume stuff as opposed to really like put that much content out. Yeah. Um. And so as it grew, as the community grew, and as I started to do more, it sort of evolved a bit. And I was like, oh, maybe I should actually sort of think about my username as opposed to just like plastering crap all over the place, you know? So, yeah, I guess it's just been on a bit of a journey up until this point with like me carrying a little bit more and like, you know, as opposed to just this like spam account or whatever, you know? Yeah, evolving, evolving <coughs> with the art. So awesome, awesome. Well, <laughs> yeah. guys, uh, I, I, I want to jump right into it because we have a lot to get through today. But if you're not familiar uh, with Lightworks or Toby, then uh, I would advise you to look up Lightworks on YouTube. See the awesome detailing and texturing and even works with music a little bit in there. As far as Dreams goes, I haven't seen a lot of the music work. But tell us your history. Tell us about yourself. How did you come to the <laughs> land of Dreamage? Sure, yeah. I mean, so my background really is in music. Um, music producer, I've put music out, um, and that's sort of ele electronic music, kind of jazz-inspired, uh, more recently working with sort of orchestral stuff, which has been really, really fun. Um, and so I've always been excited about audio tech and, and kind of music tech, and I've worked in that for, for a good few years. Um, <coughs> And actually, my first, it was my my final uni project was using Little Big Planet 1, mm. a musical graphic score, which I think is still lurking on YouTube somewhere. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, I just was really blown away by the kind of creation tools in Little Big Planet and was a big fan and kind of went through that journey as they were developing it in the series. And, um I made some live visuals as well for some shows I was doing when I was DJing using Little Big Planet and then a music video using Little Big Planet 2. And then um, I kind of just kind of had a bit of an ear to the ground on the dream stuff as it started to come up. 
And I looked about it, got really excited about it. I was just like, this looks insane. Um, but part of my job was to be in different um, music tech sort of festivals, really. And I think it was Sonar 2018 or maybe 2017. I think it was 2018. Um, I was looking at all the stuff that I kind of had to do for work, which I, I'm interested in. But I saw the Media Molecule were there. And I was like, okay, this is like moved from a kind of professional excitement to like a personal level of excitement um because i saw that they were doing a showcase on the on the new audio engine and so i was like oh shit i need to need to go definitely to that like mark it out just make sure that i get to this workshop sign up for it and just be there and 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 kind of sat through this thing and i was just absolutely blown away by this 3d door which you could like hook up to anything a door is like a, a kind of music workstation like a um and so you know for for a kind of musician that is used to kind of flat stuff on a screen to see it in a game world but kind of in real time and responding to stuff in the engine i was just like what is this this is just bananas for for just the music world alone not not games and and, and they were there to talk about the music alone they weren't talking about the game tools or the the physics tools, they've just taught, and it was two hours, and everyone was just like, this is crazy. <laughs> what, like, what even is this? And because obviously they hinted at things that could could be done outside of the music world, you know, to kind of demonstrate the audio engine, obviously they had to kind of showcase what it could do in conjunction with other parts of the tool. Um, and so it hinted at that stuff, and we were just like, this is just bizarre. Like, what, what have you done? <laughs> Um, that's medium molecule. <laughs> yeah, and so I kind of met a couple of the guys there and just said, "Look, I'm um, a music person. Really love what you do. Here's some music videos I made." And they're really enthusiastic about it. Actually, they said, "Oh yeah, like keep in touch and send us more of your work and stuff." So we, we did stay in touch, um, and then I tried to. So I think they invited me to the early access because um, I was sort of chatting with them a little bit. And we were also talking about ways in which we could work together um, in the role that I'm in now, which is working for a an audio company called Spitfire Audio, um, who make orchestral tools. And we record the orchestra and turn it into software and all that. And so I was really hoping to get some of our orchestral sounds into Dreams. And so I was talking to those guys a little bit. Um, Anyway, so we, we sparked off some conversations and it was just a really lovely showcase what they put together. And it was really great to kind of meet them and just stay in touch, basically. And so that was my kind of intro to, to, to Dreams, really. Well, coming from music, um, you seem to have a really good handle on sculpting. So, <laughs> well, yeah, uh, thank you. I mean, I don't. It's really weird because I feel like I'm much more adept at the music making and, and tools, I think, personally. But I don't, I haven't been, you know, it's a huge tool, right? And it's, there's so much to get good at and to master. And even, you know, one tiny area of it can take seemingly like hundreds of hours to get really amazing results from. And you can keep learning from it. So, and, you know, I kind of know music a bit, so I don't, I understand the, the kind of the concept of the tools that are in there and I do really enjoy using them and I want to do it more. 
you know, I haven't, it's almost like I haven't kind of got there yet. I haven't, you know, I haven't sort of explored the full potential of the music engine yet, to be honest. Um, but the thing that was really accessible for me and the thing that I had nothing, like no experience with at all was, was sculpting. So I was, I just found it really um, inspiring and accessible to make stuff, you know, 3D stuff, which I, which I'd sort of maybe had a bit of an interest in, but never really thought I would be any good at. And so I think, you know, testament to how accessible, like easy the tools are. Do you know what I mean? No, no, I'm just, I'm just, playing. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Yeah. It's, it's amazing how accessible it is, but like you said, it was, you know, it's hundreds of hours to like pick up one and, and then continue to learn on it and kind of grow into other things. And, you know, it's, it's kind of like, um, I'll tell you, as we always say, it's be, it's way beyond the accessibility of like Blender or <laughs> one of these other ones yeah. that you open and immediately lose all hope of being yeah. able to create. So I'm that gonna, point, yeah. I kind of don't want to look at the hours spent sometimes. Do you ever feel like that on a game where you've just been playing? Yeah. Where you're like, I don't, <laughs> don't, 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 I don't want to see that. So I, I kind of like the level thing because it's like, oh, that's a nice little animation of a number and it doesn't really have any bearing on exactly how many hours I've poured into doing this like quirky, weird project or whatever, you know. Well, I mean, you know what? I'm going to take this moment where we have a break. I'm going to go into the next slide where we can show everyone your work while we continue speaking. And uh -huh. um, let me see here. So... You know, like I said, you seem to have a handle on sculpting. So, like, it seems you've, you've tried to focus mostly on, like, detailing and texturing work. Is there a reason for that? Or is it just that's what you gravitated to when you started? I think there is. I do have an interest in, um, like, how... I, the, the work that I'm most inspired by probably is stuff that looks like it almost sort of tricks your eye because the color and the light and the detail are so bang on. It might be a photo or a video. Normally it's a photo, like a, just a screenshot. And people, in fact, like the breakfast, obviously, John Beach. And then there was the, they actually, they, they teased that controller. Do you remember? It was just like a PS4 controller. They're yeah. like, this is made in before it, maybe before it came out, or maybe it was early access or something. And I was just like, "What do you mean that was made in dreams?" I don't, I just don't understand. Like how, how? Like and and the breakfast still. I'm just like, I yeah, go back it's, to it's like, insane. It's absolutely crazy. It's just and so that is so inspiring, and I just feel like coming close to stuff that looks real is is really exciting. Um, for me personally, I think, because I don't know why, I just like, because it's a PS4 game and imagine like the potential for it, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's how I feel about it. So, and also I think it sets you a bit of a brief. So like, you know, the first thing I built was my flat. My TV was in front of me and I was like, right, how do I, Instead, it was, it was like the easiest reference ever it was just like, everything's around me. I can see, I can see the light. I need to keep looking at another screen. I'm just going to try and do this, these shapes around me and kind of get it as close as possible. And I look back on it now and it's absolutely horrible. Um, but it, 
it's just like reference photos or things around you are like really good briefs if you don't know what to do or if you're a bit like oh you know this engine's so huge i could do anything you know so yeah. i think that's quite helpful yep um so I, I'm sorry. I get I get caught up looking at this because I'm looking at the one where yeah, there's um, so much detail. Yeah, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, it's, it's the canyon. Yeah, it's, and it's it's just I've seen I've seen so many people attempt it, but I've also tried to attempt it myself, and there's just like I'm I would say I'm just now getting the idea like my wrapping my mind around how to detail in this sense, but it's just. It's so, it's, it looks so great. And it like, it's like some it's people. It's so simplistic though. Like your method is so simple. That's, that's what gets me with it. It's like, you've got all this complexity to it, but in its natural state, it's such a simple shape that you've made. Yeah. It, 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 but it gives you such a great effect. Yeah. I mean, I'm just looking at this now as well. Um, something that I kind of, find curious is that you know when you look at a photo or or kind of scene in real life like that stuff is just like an amalgamation of pixels right it's just pixels yeah. on a screen so it's like well why why shouldn't this engine be able to make the same pixels like why like what is it about this image that's kind of telling my brain that this is real that i'm looking at and actually it's not it's not necessarily that complicated. It's just getting the right balance of like color, color. For me, what I found with noodling around in dreams is like color is way more telling about whether something is real or not than you might think, I, I think personally. And so seeing like, I remember seeing some of the early bad robo stuff, just obviously King, I mean, and and a lot of what makes it his stuff is obviously complex too and he's a very talented sculptor but i think a huge part of what makes his work really effective it is just the color and so and i don't always think it, it it does necessarily need to be that complex to kind of get to that level of detail that that makes it look good you know hmm. interesting you say these things. No, <laughs> you say these things. Yeah. No, it's. I mean, it always comes down to. It seems that it's more. It's more technique than difficulty. I'm. I don't. I don't want to say trick, because it's not a trick. But it's like it's more like you know the technique and can implement it, or you don't, and you're on the outside wondering how the heck someone did it. And that's what drew me to your YouTube videos because I was like, I feel like, you know, with practice, this is what I've been looking for. Like, this is the, this is like how to explain, how to explain the process of texturing in a way that my monkey brain can get, <laughs> but see the oh, results. I really yeah. appreciate that. Thank you. I mean, I, I think like, um, I kind of want to, the, the, the intention for this YouTube stuff that I was doing was to um, showcase a process of me learning and like not knowing 
how to do things by the book and just kind of exploring and trying stuff out and experimenting and kind of having happy accidents with it. I wanted to record that and have a process that somebody could see. And I think actually some of these videos, I think are sort of too polished in a way. And I kind of want to sometimes just get it even more in it's like raw state so people can see the mistakes and the, and the kind of journey that you go through to get somewhere. Um, which is something I've been sort of thinking about and I, and I kind of want to do more of that. Um, but also, you know, I think just, I, I want it to be accessible in the way that dreams is like, I would love for somebody to watch these videos that maybe doesn't have dreams, but is still kind of interested in a process or just some, just watching someone do something and think about something and put it together. Cause I know that I think, that might be a big part of, I mean, I know it's a big part of just the internet in general. Like I, I catch my friends watching stuff. I'm like, do you care about people cleaning plants particularly? And they're like, no, but <laughs> it's, I just like watching. <laughs> yeah. And I kind of, I was thinking like about this sort of slightly, um, almost like a uh, meditative state that, that gets into, the kind of tone of the videos it's almost like bob ross vibes i know a lot of people have kind of been referencing him and talking about him in a dreams context which i think is really cool um and i've been thinking about the way he does things and, and his process is actually less like this it's, it's obviously just from start to finish so you see every single part of the journey which i you know i really like that idea um it just puts the pressure on <laughs> when you're making stuff so you're like okay bob ross in one uh, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, that's interesting you go into that because I was going to ask, um, like, you know, you, you found success, like spreading your work around on YouTube and Twitter. Um, you know, a lot of people have done so, including Reddit. Like, how's the reception been to you putting up dreams things uh, like dreams based or related material on YouTube? Like, have you gotten any, uh, any of the back and forth with like blender users or you know any of that not yet I, I would love to kind of have those conversations in fact one of the um the scenes that i worked on was a um it was a complete ripoff of a uh blender guru he's got this channel that's really inspiring blender process um and he just had this scene that was so wonderful. It just, there was something about the light and the materials. I was like, do you know what? You could definitely do that in dreams. So I, so I made it and um, I kind of made it a bit more interactive with some music stuff going on. But the, I would really... The subway. Yeah, the subway. Yes. yes. Yes, I've seen this. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, it was almost like, it was, it was to showcase dreams more than anything. It was like, yeah, we can make some 3D stuff, but look at what else you can do with music, like just as an example, a really basic example. Um, and that was, that was a lot of fun. And I kind of, I want to be inspired by other like 3D artists and then kind of flip them in the dreams context and just almost to show the artists what this amazing tool can do as well, you know, because I kind of want them to know about it. I want everyone to know about it. I want like every creative person to kind of be across it because it is just like the most nuts thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, it really is. Do you um? Did you ever did you ever use any of the like Blender or anything like that? Like, do you, do you know? I think I started to. Tr I tried Blender when I was a kid, 
and I think maybe a couple of school friends had, had got into it in a, in a bigger way. Um, but I, it was too complex. It, I was too young. I couldn't really figure I just didn't have the patience all the time. I think that was the main problem. Um, just too stupid, probably. I just, I wasn't like, um, I just wasn't prepared, I think, to kind of deep, like deep dive into some of what was required. And, you know, you need a lot of patience for that. And I think the, the, you, you get like the, the, the kind of instant hit of reward in dreams is quite high compared to some of the other stuff, right? Like quite quickly, you're like, oh, right. So this can just be physics based all of a sudden. You can just drop it on the floor. And that, you know, that might take. A while in other software you know because you've got to kind of noodle around with all kinds of parameters and yeah yeah so i mean and music is the same like the music engines the music software i mean i use logic um and you know moving back to logic having messed around in dreams is just so it's like oh. i i've had the exact same issue because <laughs> uh, i i um i used to make music quite a while ago and logic was my door of choice and since using dreams i i haven't gone back i just can't anymore it's just there's, there's a there's a lot of um there's a long way to go still i think in dreams there's there's oh, a lot of things that you can yeah it, it does some things really well and there's a lot of things that it just it flat out just can't yeah i mean don't get me wrong you have way more control and logic than you do in in dreams audio system but the creative freedom that you have yeah. with with yeah. dreams music system is is what just keeps me going with it because it's yeah. just it's more fun to make music like Definitely. I, I came to the point where it was like a chore to like do stuff oh. in logic it was like oh i gotta sit now and do this for an hour and equalize yeah, this and yeah it just it just became work whereas with dreams it's just like i'm just gonna mess with all the settings to make a weird sound come out of it and just go yeah. with it like it just <laughs> it just becomes so much more fun to play around with did you discover there was a there was a midi uh patch that I midi think to, yeah midi to osc yeah, yeah exactly that was yeah, crazy. Fun. That's so fun and um, like since they've updated it now so you can make your own instruments like it's just endless endless fun just messing yeah. around with all sorts i need to get more into it i, I know i know the potential is just huge but i um yeah i'll get there so let me ask you is there something yeah. is there something that you need dreams to do there is there a, a, a function an asset something in music perhaps is there something where it's just like if i get the chance <laughs> like i'm gonna i'm gonna get them to do this what would be that thing for you in dreams i guess um yeah i mean it it strikes me that um some of the thermo stuff can fill up pretty quick no matter how good you are at optimizing um and i understand that's like just what we've got to live with with this um given that there's a whole other um you know it's not just a kind of creation tool it's like a game and a creation tool so obviously it's going to be limited to what, what you can do uh in terms of its capacity um people are really getting smart with how they optimize their assets. Yeah. I'm seeing some stuff that's really impressive where it's just like, wow, this is, I didn't know that this would be possible. Um, having said that, I think just to reassure new users and, and for me too, having a bit more headroom there where you're just like, actually, I'm not going to freak out because I'm, 
um, I've got you know, a lot of this stuff left to go and I'm not, um, you know, cluttering my scene up or my game up really quickly with yeah. little weird items. Um, so that's something. But I mean, really, I remember when I first started messing around with it and, and the interface and the fluidity and the detail um, and just the way the whole thing came together. It felt like a next-gen game to me when I first started using it. it you know, I, I don't know if anyone else felt that. Yeah, but completely agree. Yeah, yeah it was like, this is just, this is way more than like an extension of Little Big Planet. It just felt like the whole thing was so smooth and even like the early access at that point, it was still like, where are the bugs? Like, how have you made this so tight already? I know that like people worked on feedback and sending all stuff back, but for the most part, you know, for a release thing at that point, I was really astonished. So the fact that it's a PS4 game still kind of blows my mind. And yeah, I'm just the PS4, just, just that alone. Oh, like it, it works on a PlayStation 4, like, yeah. If you showed this to someone, you'd say, "Oh, yeah, that's got to be like a PS5 thing, like because yeah. of what it can do and how much it can handle. Like that's got to be next gen, but yeah. it's not. It's just crazy it's, that yeah. it runs." So, so I think like the the PS5 thing, which I'm hoping will happen. Um, you know that. Looking forward to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, I mean that literally will fix a lot of people's like issues as far as you know wanting more thermo and stuff like that like if there is a ps5 version that does end up coming it'll literally like just looking at how much better things can run on ps5 now and then mm. you you think about that and how it'll grow into the rest of the game yeah you know or as some people like to joke that'll be dreams plus, dreams plus. <laughs> that, that never yeah, ending dreams talk plus. of dreams plus <laughs> what is dreams like when uh, i started that is that real I it, think it's, it started it's, with the Mercedes stuff, didn't it? Like, wasn't it the Mercedes no, stuff that I think, started Dreams Plus? I, I, no, I thought it was Mega Penguin. I thought when they were hinting at Mega Penguin, but they weren't oh, saying right, what yes. it was. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it started with Dreams Plus. Yeah. And people were like, Dreams Plus. And, <laughs> and so it still comes up every now and again as like a joke within the community. <laughs> but But I'm here to say I... Hope it's not a joke. I hope that they oh, they God, take the I, name. I hope they take the oh, name. I think they and would. PS five really Bubble Bath Engine V two is going to be or whatever V they're on. It, it's going to be Dreams Plus now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean they're the type of people that would really just do that because of the people. Like they're just such people, people. So I think they'd definitely just do yeah. that. I yeah. I mean they I, let the community name the engine, so. They probably would just go with Dreams. Is that Plus. right? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's Bubble Bath Engine is what it's Ooh, called. There we go. There was a leak, quote unquote, leak that came out that had upcoming PlayStation Five games, and Dreams Plus was one. That's exactly it. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I remember now. Yeah. I remember mm, that it was from a leaker. It was people are like, "Is it real?" And <laughs> so, yeah, 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 yeah. The dreams plus would be like when they drop all the big stuff that everybody's been clamoring for. It's like, give well, us multiplayer, think, give us the I update, think it's still the thermo. You, you know, I, I think. Oh, I think it is too. I just yeah. think it's not called Dreams Plus. 
I would love it if it's called Dreams Plus, but to be honest, it doesn't make a difference what it's called as long as we get it. And yeah, like, I think I think they're I think they're prepping for something that's going to melt our faces with PS5. Yeah, probably. I bet. I think you're totally right because like the PS4 version did it, so why wouldn't the next one do it? You it's, know, it's like but, people. Yeah. Sorry, go, go on. Well, no. The only thing I was going to sort of counter what I'm saying with is like, well. <clears throat> You know, when have I actually had a scene that is like maxing out and I really need to like, I've optimized everything, there's nothing more I can do and I really want to make this game or this scene or this music video or whatever. And I'm I'm not quite at 100, but I'm nearly there. Like how often has that actually happened? Like when have I actually had an idea where I'm like, I really need them to implement this? And it, to be honest, like once maybe, honestly. Um, and, and I think that's partly down to setting out a kind of realistic goal um, that I know is not necessarily going to kind of blow the thermo budget. But also, I think it's also down to just the fact that like we want more than we need also. Like we just want to see the kind of tech be able to handle yeah. stuff, even though I don't even care what I'm going to use it for. I don't, I'm never going to go near it. But like, just tell me that I've got another 70%, please. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think we're going to see, like, you know, I think Media Molecule are definitely doing the PS5 thing. And one of the things that I think they're definitely going to do is be working on a ton of stuff that we would have never asked for, but will always want. Like, you know, they're, they're definitely going to address, like, you know, the FEMO issues and all of that stuff that people have been carrying on about since Dreams come out. But they're just going to be like, hey, here's Dreams PS5 and here's five new things that you never thought would exist, but we've made yeah. them anyway because we're just creative weirdos that love to just yeah, experiment exactly. with everything. <laughs> exactly. I, I think, yeah. And you know, there's just going to be so, yeah, you're, you're so right with that. And, Did you, you know, you... thermo doesn't exist anymore, for yeah. example. Like, do you ever? That's what I was about to ask. Do you ever feel like? Do you ever feel like it's possible that you actually don't know what you want? Like, I'm not trying to be philosophical with it, but I mean, we always have things where it's like, oh, I didn't even know I wanted that, but they gave it to me. But I'm talking about on like another level. If it's like we want things, but we don't really understand exactly what it is. I'm going to change my answer to what you just said because I totally agree. See, that's why you need Media Molecule, because they know these things. I think that's why we need Media Molecule and the community. Because I think exactly. if you if we had had like a small yeah. part of like if you take a few people out of the beta, like and they never get their yeah. hands on dreams, I think you have huge swaths of people who wouldn't sh- who wouldn't have shot for a specific thing. Like they would have they wouldn't know that it would be. So it's like, you know, Maybe there is a, I don't know. It's just something that popped into my head where it's just like, you know, you think about that and it's like, there are things that even probably updates they've already done where (laughs) they're sitting there waiting for someone to like really grasp what they gave us. I mean, the, the whole like putting the Trello stuff out was like a nod towards being a conversation between the studio and the community, right? It was like, look, here's what we're doing. We're doing stuff that you want and that you're asking for. And, um, you know, this, this is quite unusual to find that, you know, cause that's normally the stuff that you can't see that, you know? Shh. Yeah. And that's what I love about them so much is they are just an open book. Like they, yeah. there's no secrets other than the things that obviously Sony makes them keep secret, but they are just so open about everything. Like multiplayer, for instance, like, you know, they could have just kept that 
hushed down and just a big reveal yeah. for it when it comes out. They don't have pressure from the community then because they don't know that it's coming. But, you know, they'd let them know anyway. Like, multiplayer is going to be a thing. It's just going to take time mm. to develop. Like, And I just mm. love that transparency with them. You know, mm. with other companies, you just don't get that personal relationship that you do with MM. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. So with that, I, I, I mean, did we decide whether or not we're going to talk about the thing? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, so I'll be I'll be joining them. I mean, I put it out on Twitter. Um, it's really exciting. Yeah, they're going to be um, I'm going to be a dream specialist for them. So, yeah, that's happening in January. And so I have not started Fantastic. yet. Um, and I'm yeah absolutely buzzed to do that like i'm really i, I don't know what i'm going to be doing yet um exactly uh i know the, the the kind i know what the role is and i know i don't know like the projects or any kind of specifics or whatever but yeah it was mad because it just you know this was just such a this was a lockdown thing for me honestly as i'm sure yeah. it was for a lot of people um it was a kind of sanctuary to be honest like learning something with space and time and being at home and I mean it was yeah the the like I was saying earlier my background is in in music and events and stuff like this um and we I sort of helped out with a couple of things at uh I mean very very light touches but just getting involved with different venues one was the Royal Albert Hall and I remember looking at photos like mid-pandemic of being in that space and there just being like so many people there i don't know if you you look back on any photos just to kind of see how weird like big groups of people look mm. um and anyway it got me thinking like yeah you know the royal albert hall is something that i think you could probably just about do in dreams like it's got a lot going on but a lot of it's sort of copy paste um and so yeah that that came from a an idea that was just we're all locked down i miss music i miss venues i want to kind of just be in that space again even if it is virtual as i kind of create stuff and just imagine and also just the, the, there's something about the scale of it with the lighting and it kind of just got me thinking about how you could hook it up to a music timeline and 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 kind of get to work on that so that was probably my first i think it's probably the only project i've actually released on dreams um and it was really, it was really fun, man. Like it was really, and it just, it kind of set my mind on then what was sort of possible. And, and, and to be honest, it was such a passion project and the community was so amazingly supportive. I, I, I was like, I want to make this into a 3D thing, uh, uh, 360 thing. No idea about how to do that. So I got in touch with a load of people and ended up kind of video stitching, um, like different shots together i made like a 360 rig in dreams and went on this mad like video journey i've got nothing to do with video or like you know 3d so but everybody i spoke to about trying to pull this project off was so supportive they're like oh you need to speak to like mystica vr they do the like three they're like the wizards of the stitchings oh yeah okay well thanks for getting in touch with us and then they put me onto this other guy and all of these people were able to help out and um, they ended up making me a preset for Mystica for the Dreams camera because the cameras, mm -hmm. 
virtual and the, the software that they have built is is to run with hardware with real lenses with real focal lengths and fields of view and all the rest of it so i kind of had to give them the virtual mock-up of what i could interpret as the dreams camera and gave them a load of reference photos and then this guy made the preset for me and sent it through and then so i've just got this like this thing now to build. I mean, it's a really laborious process, to be honest. Um, <laughs> video stitching is quite long. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it was so much fun. And I was just staggered about how, like, everybody want, wanted me to do it. You know, I'd spoken to so many people and they're like, they were so helpful, you know. And so that was people in the MM community, but also just generally in the in the kind of video and 3D world as well. I was really, like, blown away by how people just really want to help me do this thing. Um, yeah and so the first time I, I bought this like crappy headset and put it on in youtube and like because i don't have psvr um mm -hmm. so that was like my first vr experience of this thing that i had made and it was yeah it was really like it just it kind of just got me thinking about all sorts of mad stuff for the future <laughs> <laughs> so we had a uh question from uh afro man for peace in chat who asked uh, what do you think? Will Dreams be published on PC one day? I mean, I, know, I see a lot of people just being like, PC, please come on, let's go. And I, I understand that because there's a huge developer community there, obviously. Um, I feel strongly that the UI has been designed for this happening. And I don't, I'm not too up on like the PC world, but I don't know if there's like equivalents. I'm sure there are, um, but it feels like to reinvent it for like mouse and keyboard would be crazy, right? Like that's just like a. I don't know. I yeah, feel, I I, feel, it, I do feel ways about like what you do. Like I, you can just see that you know it was designed around a console, and like I totally get where you're coming from. With like you know you, you need this accelerometer and everything, and the whole UI is designed around using a controller, and the way that you sculpt and everything has been methodically chosen with the type mm -hmm. of buttons you press and everything. But you know we've talked about this for years on this show so my opinion has evolved over the years and like when we first started the show i was like no pc will kill it you know this is meant for console that's what makes it what it is and why it's special because it's not like the other engines because it's on a console but over time you know i have been thinking about it and it, it could easily work on a pc because you could just plug a dualshock 4 into the pc like simple as that that there's your problem solved like you could still have it on PC, but still use the PlayStation way of creating with it. That makes it unique. See? Maybe I don't. I don't know the details. I'm, I, there might be some developers, some of the devs that are hearing you say that, and just be like, "No, that's not true." <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know yeah. about how it's made. I mean, if if there was a way of just um, porting it that easily, maybe. Um, it, it seems like there's an overwhelming voice that is saying, like, guys, let's let's go. We want this. We really want you to do this. Um, and I get it. But also, I, I think, like, those people should also remember that this was designed for people that are not developers already. Like, it's designed for people to experience creation without having any of that knowledge 
without having the stuff that you already know. It's not for you. Do you know what I mean? It's like, this yeah. is for the people that don't, the, this is the people that need an intro into like what what a light is and what a sculpt is and what yeah. a like gyro see, is. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's see, just, I, I've, been, I've, been, I've been sitting quietly. I've been listening to this. <laughs> You've been yeah, in the corner. I, yeah, I've, I've been over here listening to this. Look, um, I'm, like, I feel like, I feel like for one, go, like my response, which I actually typed to him in chat, was that people don't like my answer, but I don't think it's a question, really. It's just a win. And win will be when it's advanced enough on a certain industry workings to not be disregarded. And I kind of came up with that because of speaking with someone else who uh, I got into dreams, who is into using unity and and basically is proficient in everything else (laughs) and is now learning dreams but it's i don't think it is just for us like i I think out of everything that was said the only thing that really where i was like you know the the it's not for you thing was probably the only thing that made me go ah (laughs) first of all it's it's papa sony Papa Sony yeah. going. Well, Papa Sony going want that money. <laughs> Papa Sony going don't no, ask for that money. But other than that, it's just like even if it is just for that group, there's a a vast group of people on PC who still fit sure. that criteria, and sure. and I just feel like like it's the hunger. It's because people see it. And I mean, we've had this conversation before on the podcast and people are like, well, then go buy a PlayStation. Good luck right now. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, I, but I, 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 I think yeah. you, you, I hear what you're saying. And I think you're right. I think it's, I, I'd like to kind of correct what I say. It's not just for those people, but I think it was designed with those people in mind in, in their kind of mind's eye at the top of the conversations. I don't know yeah. about this, but. I'd imagine like accessibility, let's make sure that this is like, and, and to be fair, I think they've struck an amazing balance. And I wonder whether, because I bet there's a lot of people out there that are still like, this is this is way over my head. You know, I don't understand what I'm looking at. This is like too complex for me. I just want to play a game. And I think it's like, I reckon there are a load of those people that don't know how capable they are. It's just about being led in the right way with the right handholding. And so I think that those people have been on their minds in a big way when designing this, because I was one of them and I really appreciated all the tutorials and all of the UI. And even still, it was like a big learning curve for me because I had no experience in any of this stuff at all. Um, so I feel like, yes, I think it, it, it could obviously be a huge success on, on PC. Um, but from what I gather from the design and the way it was kind of put together i i still think that um i don't know i i I feel like maybe it just it won't happen i don't know (laughs) (laughs) come on Mm-hmm. I'm muted. Sorry. The, the, and the, the idea that you were saying it was made for console and like that port. Now, 
as you said, I don't presume to know like how difficult that is. But when like PlayStation makes these acquisitions where they're picking up all these support companies, including uh, devs that specialize in porting to mm. PC, mm. like it makes me, it, it gives me a little more hope that it'll happen. Um, but I just think it's it's it comes down to a really it comes down to what people are comfortable with, and do you want to leave that market untapped if there's obviously a calling for it? Like just the idea of having a as I I always go into and people people <laughs> people make me uh people uh, laugh at me because I always talk about how the power glove was like the greatest thing way before it's time. And it's, I, and especially with videos I've seen recently where it's like the, uh, like the industry seems to believe that too. Even though most gamers don't, because all they can think of is the power glove, not what it could be. (laughs) But but it always comes down to like what you're used to using for me. So even if you throw out the power glove, like I always tell people, the idea of having the idea of having a stylus to me is like the if like if I could if everything else if they were like we can only put one more thing into dreams for me it would be a stylus if it, it would be like can i hook up a wacom tablet and mm-hmm. and use that to detail like use that on a flat surface with the flex like where i could get more of a deliberate line instead of a paper a painterly line and i don't think being that you know even though consoles are computers anyway they 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 like hell since I think the PlayStation 3, we've literally just been buying like super specialized PCs. <laughs> yeah. But, but I mean, like, I, yeah. I, I probably say, I, I hear what you're saying. I do. And mm-hmm. I just think, um, well, I think, I think two things. I think, first of all, the fact that there are so many kind of PC devs who have got this calling for dreams is testament just to the detail and the like astonishing shit that you can create in dreams like as an engine the fact that it's even getting that attention is like showing you that it's so much more than like a ps4 game it's like no this is this is and you know hats off for them to them for having delivered a product that's even getting that attention that kind of attention let alone on that scale you know so that's that's just an achievement first of all and the second miracle i don't know (laughs) i don't know anything about like the industry like acquisition dreams or, or what they want to be doing or whatever but as far as i can tell it's like well isn't it just like well we've got we've got these these plans for vr stuff we know that dreams is more than capable of doing that with the ps5 update if that ever happens maybe that's going to take it on a mad journey we've got the playstation store like it might be that we've got an idea how to just wrap all of this shit up with a bow on top and just be like that is it. This is what we've been trying to do. And, you know, that makes it really attractive for PC users to forget about what they're doing and go and buy a PlayStation and go and buy all the PS stuff. So, like, I mean, from a business perspective, if they're kind of attracting that market and being like, well, we don't need them to keep their PCs because we can get them to come over here, then obviously that's like quite an 
attractive prospect for a company, right? It's like I mean, I, I I agree, but it's kind of like the conversation we had a few weeks ago regarding like Chromebooks and actual like laptops, where it, yeah. where it's you know. Uh-huh. Where it's Sorry. like, oh, <laughs> so, Sorry. yo, where it's, yeah, Chromebooks and laptops, where it's like, yeah, Sorry. we could, we could get people, huh? Did you need to go? Sorry, I, I, no, I think I'm okay. okay. Uh, my phone's kind of on 10%, though, so, and it's not plugged in, so about that. Hopefully it'll survive. <laughs> well, if you need to run and get a cord, feel free. Yeah. But, but it's but like when you say that, I immediately think of yeah. But it's like a Chromebook to an actual like laptop, where it's like yeah, you know, where it's like yeah, you have the prospect of people coming over, but then if people already have a PC. Then it, I mean, that's kind of we had this yeah. argument too on here, <laughs> where it's just yeah, like yeah. it's not it's like some people's job and and like feeds into what their hobby is and therefore you know somebody was like well just go get a playstation now let's ignore the obvious reasons why you can't right now (laughs) but even in the general world before all of this happened that's not as easy of a decision for people it's like i already do all of this on this thing and i I, and therefore yeah, and therefore I I understand if someone's like, well, then I guess you ain't gonna be playing dreams. But at the same time, it's like you can't fault them for wanting it. And mm-hmm. I've just seen so many thousands of comments from people being like, when is this coming to PC? I want to use it really bad because they already put three thousand dollars into their PC. They don't, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it. You know, I, but- I remember, you're, you're totally right, and I, I'm just thinking back to Apple and. So their thing was like, yeah, you need to, if you want to have iTunes, you want to have an iPod, you need a Mac for a while. Do you remember? Like, yeah, they just, you needed a Mac for, for an iPhone for a bit. You needed to plug it in and activate it with a Mac. And it was like, that ecosystem was all wrapped up. And then obviously they were like, okay, but these guys that don't have a Mac have been like screaming at us for like years so they can have an iPhone. Should we just, should we just do that? <laughs> And then obviously they did. Now it's like, yeah, the biggest phone. And and so I think it could happen. I don't know. I yeah. just, it's a really interesting conversation. And I mean, I feel like, um, theoretically speaking, it's totally possible for it to become on PC because the thing was made on a PC. It wasn't made on a PlayStation. You know, they used some form of a PC to make dreams in the first place. So, you know, they, they patched they patched the program each week with a PC. They clearly have a version running in the office on on their system. So it, it's obviously possible to do. It's just a yeah. matter of whether or not they will. And, and yeah. whether they will and also the idea that I don't th- like even as a person who I'm like, I would love for it to be on PC. I would probably buy it again on PC if people have seen my Twitter post from a few days ago. Uh, how many times I've literally bought this game, like f- forcing it upon people and convincing people and doing all this stuff. Like, but I would like it just for the idea that it's like I would like I it would come with stylus support. Like it just had it would have to because it's computer PC. But can I just get a cord? Sorry. Yeah. One yeah. Time. Yeah. No problem. No problem. <laughs> You know, but it, it's just even having said all that, I don't think it's coming. I, like even I wouldn't want it to come too soon. 
where, yeah, where I mean, it's like I see the 10 year plan being a 10 year plan with PlayStation. And then yeah, and that's and, at the end of the yeah, finish line. Yeah, that's the finish line. It's like, okay, other people get to do it. The only thing that could possibly change that in my mind, and this is from someone knowing nothing and not being a part of MM at all. So don't hold anything. This is just all open discussion for all the new people here. Like, you know, that's that makes sense to me. Is it's just like if they didn't bring it out on PC until their 10 year plan was over. That's fine. I, it's not something on, it's not something that I think they should be like, we're going to do it tomorrow. Like, I mean, if they did it, I wouldn't be mad because I mean, if you got things like Roblox out there, then you might as well, you know, throw dreams into the mix. No problem. So I, I, I totally get where you're coming from. And I think they're, they're definitely going to want to capitalize on the whole, exclusivity of it first especially like with playstation 5 you know growing every day in sales somehow people are magically buying them from wherever they're getting them from but still you know once all this uh, pandemic ends and and the shortages of silicon changes and everything's back up and people can start buying all these products from them i think they'll mm -hmm. inevitably release you know the ps5 version that will enhance sales and get people wanting to move onto the platform and then from there you know they're just going to keep updating it and trying to make the best version of dreams possible especially mm -hmm. when it's on the new hardware and then once they get to a point where like they have pretty much maxed out what they can do on ps5 like that's it there's there's no more features we can add we are literally pushing the ps5 to its absolute limit that's when they'll go okay well let's move to the pc because that's where limits can be broken because you know yeah. it's completely hardware dependent with ps5 you know you can only go to what the limits of the product can give you whereas with pcs you know there's so much upgradability so you know that's mm -hmm. where they can really take it to new ground yeah i wouldn't want the um I don't think they would ever leave the console crew behind. I wouldn't want, you know, the PC gang and the versions to kind of take off into these new territories. I guess that's the other big, like, thinking point, isn't it? It's like, how much do you dedicate time to both? I mean, it's a huge new... I mean, I know it's a port, but then it's also a team that's got to look after all of that stuff. And um... I mean, just think about the support that you'd need to add for PC as well. Like, yeah. you know, you've got mouse and keyboard for one, just that alone just seems like such a big challenge compared to how yeah, dreams actually works you, right now you have they have other yeah. companies to do it for them now i'm just True. i'm just pointing, i'm just pointing out that's why these that's know, why like, some but... of these support studios are being bought <laughs> it's so that they can separate this work uh, honestly I, yeah. yeah but you see i would disagree with you on that when it comes to dreams specifically because the way that dreams has been designed is so uniquely done to what media how media molecule works i think it would take media molecule to create an intuitive way to make mouse and keyboard work and look right in dreams i don't i, I don't maybe it, maybe i'm maybe i'm just you know, it could be that I'm, you know, I'm a small brain, but I just don't get why it like I don't know how it would work, but I don't get why the idea of mouse and keyboard seems so difficult. Like, oh, yeah. it, it just because we've seen other things that do move in this way, like we have other programs I, that already move in this way. I don't know. It just dreams just feels different. The accelerometer is the is the is yes the key. The key. It is the complete like key. Oh. The idea of being able to move a controller around in 3D space and for that to kind of 
emulate a shape that you then see on your yeah. screen. We're not going to get that fluidity yeah. with mouse and keyboard as you do with accelerometer. As a as a, a new... as a person who doesn't and has never used that, I always use the base way. Like I don't use moving the mouse to create at all. Doesn't make a difference. Do you do you, what, what, in dreams you have the setting which is just like using the d-pad to like move around well using using the the sticks basically and that's it and i mean there are reasons for why i want to learn the other way just to see mm. how it how it works um like that's if there's really any differences but for me as a person who's mostly like I've dabbled in it a little bit just to see about doing certain things. And I know if you want to do textures, you better not try to do it with the sticks. <laughs> like, you know, not, it's just going to be slower. I mean, like, it's not like you can't do it, but you know, as a person who uses just the sticks, like what people get from the accelerometer and all that is just what I would get from having the mouse. It's freer movement. Do you know what I would say is um, I, I I totally hear what you're saying, and I I found it really unnatural when I first started sculpting like this, and I still find it kind of weird. Mm -hmm. um, but I would also say that like that was probably the same for people when keyboard and mouse came out, and you've just got that platform, and you're like trying to like get the mouse to go in the same place, and like when you look at like your grandparents with an iPad, and they're like like doing it the wrong way. <laughs> trying to figure out you know just a new it's a new platform and it's going to take yeah. a, a bit of learning and but ultimately the reason why i think they've chosen this direction is because of the kind of speed and the organic nature of how you can quite quickly kind of paint or yeah. sculpt 3d space you know that just i i feel very much as if the, the kind of organic nature of of creating things was their intention and is less accurate, sure, but it's just more fun to do, and and so that's why I, I I agree with you. I feel like it would lose something if you lost accelerometer. I don't know. It's just because I've always used it <laughs> from. It's just like it's always been there from the beginning. It to me, it's just like well, that's that's how you use dreams because I've never used it any other way, and it's the it's the standard way that the game approaches you to work in dreams is with accelerometer. So thinking of using it any other way just feels wrong. <laughs> The way you had no <laughs> using accelerometer. I'm sorry. The way you said it made it sound like accelerometer was an entity. Like it was. It was just, <laughs> when you when you're talking about accelerometer, go calm down. Calm down. Accelerometer. <laughs> That's it. Uh, I don't know. I maybe I'm just old and I'm starting to lose it. But it made me think back to that movie, The Red Balloon, the old French short film, where's the little kid with the red balloon and it's like a sentient balloon. It's crazy. Anyway, it's actual real. Okay. It's like li it's live action. It's not animated. So. Wow. That's a that's an interesting movie if you ever want to watch it. Anyway, <laughs> I, I haven't tried the VR stuff yet either on um, like PSVR, but I can also imagine there's something about having things in your hand in working in a physical space that lends itself well to, to VR. Also, um, you see, I I, I, I tried it when it came out, um, but I I got rid of I got rid of PSVR very quickly because the the actual visual quality of it is just so poor it's just so blurry mm. like it yeah it's really bad like but i'm i definitely getting psvr too because oh yeah with psvr major, too yeah mm. there's major improvements there but well, like, just story with a lot of vr and anyway right unless you're spending like crazy money like yeah, i mean like, like wild 
yeah, good enough to kind of not give you a headache and all I mean, things. yeah, I mean, Oculus Quest 2 is pretty good for that now. Like, the fidelity of that is decent enough, especially with it being like a all-in-one headset. But, I mean, yeah, PSVR 2 is definitely going to change the game for Dreams for me because they, it just... I try. I'm not much of a sculptor myself, but I did try sculpting in VR, and I found it way more comfortable. Actually, mm-hmm. being in that 3D space and seeing the depth of field and how far away objects were, and mm-hmm. where, where you need to place them and everything, you just had a perfect view of that 3D space. So yeah, PSVR 2 is going to definitely be a game changer for Dreams for me. So here's something that's not Dreams related. Um, okay. Earlier, I um, so I just put a chimney pot on top of my house so i can have a fire and i got a grill earlier and started a fire and that was that was hannah who came in earlier she just sent me a text message saying the whole house is full of smoke and oh no i think basically i don't think the house is on fire no um (laughs) maybe you should go check that (laughs) yeah yeah maybe pouring into the house i think that's why she came in she just sent me a message so i might have to um yeah maybe we should wrap this up so you like you know you don't burn your house down that would be really ideal wouldn't it okay well that's uh, that's a new one (laughs) that's yeah that's a new level of uh friday curse right there (laughs) yeah it's jesus okay well it doesn't smell like on fire i can sort of smell well let's let's not risk it shall we yeah yeah so Everybody, thank you for coming Huge. through at TG Labs. <laughs> Toby, thank you for coming through. I just, I'm, I'm trying to wrap you. this up quick as hell. Your, your, so you... commit, your, your commitment is astonishing. I'm surprised you haven't left already. Thank uh, you so much for right. coming. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah, really love his chat. And um, to all you on the internet, lovely to um, hear from you and see you. No worries. Here. We'll probably catch up with you in the new year. Bye. Yeah, let's do that. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Later. So, yeah. So, <laughs> that is... Uh, That's some new stuff. So what we're gonna do, being that uh, this is the last, um, this is the last podcast we're going to have for the year. We both have a lot of stuff we need to get to at the end of this year, and uh, I'm gonna tell you, it's been a doozy. But what I am going to do is go ahead and send you guys over to uh, Piece of Craft, uh, who's been working on some great stuff, and uh, we will catch you guys again after, yeah, after the holidays and into the new year. So thank you for joining. I appreciate all of you. And uh, we'll we'll see you. Yeah, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Love you all. And we'll see you all in 2022. Peace. Mm